Welcome to Ladies Love Crypto with your hosts, DJ Skis and Dr. Gabriel. Welcome, everybody, to episode one of Ladies Love Crypto with DJ Skis and Dr. Gabriel. Awesome. We want to get you guys hooked into all things women in tech, blockchain, decentralization, cryptocurrencies, yes. uh, Detroit, um, definitely woman center because we are two women here on Absolutely. International Women's Month. Day. Yes. Women's Month, which is great. Every day is Women's Day. In exactly. My mind. I actually said that in on a post that I just made. Every day is International Women's Day. For sure. And then also people of color. Right. Um, Detroit being an 80% black, uh, black populated city that sometimes gets forgotten about in it the does. national news. We want to center on people of color doing great things in the city and also great things in tech. Absolutely. Awesome. So this is going to be a little deeper dive. And then and then myself being a DJ, I'm always putting mixes together and I don't necessarily get them out there on the Internet. So we're going to give you a nice little mix at the end of every episode too. kind of yes. switch it up, get some music. Uh, I'll also be inviting some of my friends who uh, play here in the city and yeah. also through internationally to send us some mixes as well. So right. we're going to get a good little combo of a bunch of things. Yes. Um, what are you most looking forward to in this season, Alicia? So you you actually kind of already said some of those things. One of those things being that we came together to do this because we saw a disparity in the knowledge that women and people of color have uh, when it comes to blockchain, when it comes to topics of cryptocurrency. And we also know our Detroit community is not really aware of all of the inner workings of this technology. It's really important that we bring those things to the forefront and at least start having a conversation about them. And and we found very quickly there's a huge a huge commu community. It's so and it's great. It's yeah. really great. Like yeah. people are so welcoming. Everybody was very excited about hearing uh, about us getting together for a podcast. Absolutely. Um I think they felt like it was necessary, but there are community meetings, there's hackathons. Right. There is base intro basics um one of our guests that's going to be upcoming, Ingrid LaFleur, does yes. a lot of, uh, she, she works on just basic community meetings throughout right. the city or even gets people wallets and gets people into cryptocurrency right away. Anyway, Detroit has, I think, a way bigger community right. than most people think. Right, absolutely. And I was able to experience that at the recent inaugural Detroit Blockchain Center Pitch Fest, which was, I think, February 28th. And it was awesome because I'd never seen such a diverse population of people in Detroit talking about blockchain and coming together to talk about what can you do with blockchain. So it was a really nice experience, and there were lots of people there. So I got to do some networking. Of course, I spoke briefly with Ingrid, and she's super excited to come on board and talk on the show. So I'm excited about what, what we can see next. Yeah, uh, similar story. My second or third community event I went to was uh, at Detroit SIP here on Six Mile. Yeah. And it was uh, moderated by Ingrid, and it included um, different Detroiters that are in the blockchain community. And again, similar story. The crowd was so diverse. Right. It was 80 years old to teenagers. Um, Love it. And it just, yeah, 
it was great. So uh, we love what Detroit's already been doing, and we're going to tap into that resource. Yeah, for um, sure. For sure. We're going to look into, like we said, the blockchain basics. Um, yes. My background being in music, I'm also going to reach out to some fellow artists that I've already talked to. Yes. Um, How exciting. Yeah. It's it, it, the, the funny part is, is I... I have a Twitter. Twitter's kind of my main thing. Right. Uh, if if I could pay somebody to do my Instagram or Facebook, <laughs> I would do it. Um, but Twitter, when I when I delete all my other social media and take breaks, uh, right. Twitter's my one thing that I stay up on news. Right. Um, so we'll touch on how we even got into blockchain. But when I first started to really dive into it, I was like, all right. Oh man, there's a whole crypto Twitter. There's like a whole crypto atmosphere, like Twitter sphere, they call it. So I changed, I made my own so that I wasn't right. blowing up my real, my at DJ Skis 313 Twitter. Right. I made at Crypto Skis. Right. And it popped up on some of my friends' feeds as like, your contact, Kyle Kentala, has a new Twitter named Crypto Skis. So a bunch yeah. of people hit me up and they're like, what is what? all this? And yeah. what are you doing within crypto? And that's. So Guilty Simpson found me that way. Yeah, um, yeah. And that was a pretty funny story. But uh, another, another, and so I definitely want to bring those guys on. They're yes. starting to move from, uh, obviously, we don't need record labels anymore. Right. So a lot of these artists that already have a great following and an international following and a lot of social media presence, they don't need the backing of a, of a, label no. to be you know paying for their videos and taking everything out because we're no. able to do that on our on our own so in that conversation with a couple with both him and then fat cat as well i was at his birthday party nerding out uh, yeah we, we were at the folding warehouse and okay he was all about it he was like i want to learn more about this and i'll be on your podcast and so great uh i'm gonna keep reaching out to those kind of people and i just want to hear what they're doing as well right uh, with their music careers because these are some these are some legends Giving right. them, giving them the flowers right. while they're here as well. Um, absolutely, so absolutely. So another uh, another connection would be um, Trick Trick is somebody that I've worked with over the years. Yeah, yeah. And he is very very big proponent of the medicinal marijuana field right. here in Michigan uh, and legal now. And totally, right, totally legal. legal. Um, but the state still has a lot of uh, very complicated regulatory rules that they're not they're having a hard time figuring out how to get it on the books. Right. Because right. apparently the way Oregon or California or Colorado are doing it isn't going to be the same way Michigan does it. Of course not. So there's a lot of ways that blockchain can help. And people have probably already heard about the like the pot coins right. and the weed, weed right. coins in, in blockchain. So, right. so Trick was very into talking about that. And then yeah. obviously when we had this discussion about blockchain, and again, I always say like my nerdy discussions because <laughs> I was- They are kind of Yeah, though. and I was Not literally kind sitting of, at my are. friend's like 40th birthday in the back corner with Trick like, so you want to know more about blockchain? This yeah. is awesome. Come yeah. to our podcast. Uh, but he was like, yeah, and I don't ever want to sign with a record label ever again. And this is right. a guy who has his own show on Shade 45 right. and has such a big outlet that um, getting some of these artists behind it can only help get to that, um, you know, to that worldwide acceptance yeah. and use. Because right. that's, I think, where a lot of people, we've all heard of Bitcoin, right? Of course. Yeah. We just went to the 10-year anniversary. Yes, the Bitcoin B-Day party at the beginning of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the birthday party. The birthday party. Um, So people have heard of Bitcoin by now. Right. Uh, sometimes right. it can people be a familiar. joke on the news. Sometimes right. it can be a big news story about how somebody lost millions of 
uh, Bitcoin. But at the end of the day, uh, if we don't if we don't educate people on the general uses, the right. safety of it, the encryption of it, right. how it takes over from a centralized banking system right. and can actually spread wealth and right. spread and, and give us control of our own money right. and keep our money in our communities right. and keep our money amongst like whether it be artists or dispensaries right. or new businesses or you name it, research, science, uh, you name it, supply chain. All of those things are absolutely important for us to do and think about when it comes to blockchain and cryptocurrency. I saw an article on LinkedIn saying blockchain is dead. And this was at the beginning of the year. And I'm like, no one even knows enough about blockchain to even say it's died. In, in 2019? In 2019. It, yeah. it was unbelievable. So people were posting this. And so there is this misconception that, or, or yeah, this misconception that, hey, this isn't something that's going to be viable. This isn't something that we're really going to take into consideration as it being transformative technology and how it can transform governments or our communities. They're going to, I just don't understand. I don't well, understand it's that. And if you even took 20, 30 minutes to research it, right? And you got right. beyond maybe the conspiracy, like YouTube. Because that's another thing, too. There's so much information out there, Bitcoin having been around for 10 years, that right. there are amazing YouTube videos that are about the basics. Exactly. There are amazing, uh, uh, you know, just so many resources right right you wouldn't see all these countries germany right. israel japan china korea venezuela countries all over the world either accepting crypto right are accepting cryptocurrencies for taxes exactly now. and states are talking about having their own currencies to accept taxes right um, you wouldn't see that if it was dead right it it just didn't make any sense it didn't make any any sense so we have to stop these misconceptions that's part of another, I guess, in another way. I mean, it's education, right? What we're doing is educating, really making sure that this information gets out appropriately. Right, absolutely. I also can't help but to parallel it to uh, when we were children and the internet was coming out. Yes. Have you seen where people are starting to post some of the goofy, because I want to say we're at like the almost 35, 40... The internet's been yeah. around our whole our entire lives. Yes, but people have posted memes about when the news store when the news used to post or or report on the internet. <laughs> what is the internet, and <laughs> will it be around? And this is just such fascinating uh, technology. And right, you know, we're yeah. we're the generation where we've seen the cell phones, the internet, the automated cars, like such a wide range of technology just blow up right but people were very skeptical of the internet of course and it happened literally very quickly it happened very quickly very rapidly and so i can't imagine this concept of blockchain being any less any any less different than what we saw with the internet right this is the time to really learn about this and get it get involved for sure, and I feel like this is a good moment to say we will be talking uh, blockchain and cryptocurrencies center around financial uh, independence. Absolutely. And we will not be giving any financial advice. No. At all. Um, there, <laughs> will be, there will be talks so about you know, where something is priced at as far as right. the fact that cryptocurrencies act like a stock market exchange, right. um, except much faster. They're open 24 hours a day. Right. Uh, countries all over the world are on the same stock 
stock market. So, and there's thousands of coins, literally yeah. coins for every business and every different community use. Absolutely. Um, just even outside of the big, I guess it's like three or four now that most people right. have heard of, whether it's Ethereum, Litecoin, Ripple, Bitcoin. Neo maybe yeah. even. Correct. So again, we will talk some finance because we want to see people be more financially independent and right. not and not stuck on that, you know, credit card and bank model. Right. And even loans and for investing and right. from real estate to anything. So for um, sure. Alicia, give me a little uh, better understanding of where you sit in blockchain right now yeah. uh, with your company and well your job. Right. So I'll start a little bit in terms of discussion about how yeah, I got wait, into... Yeah, wait, 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 Let's even... Yeah, let's do You're this. a doctor. Yes, yes. Officially Dr. Yeah. Alicia Gabriel. So kick back yeah. to that. So I have a PhD in organic chemistry. And for those of you who may be unfamiliar with that specific field of chemistry, we are those chemists and scientists who get hired by pharmaceutical companies or materials... Uh, types of companies, and we put together and mix a bunch of different molecules to give us some type of result, right? So uh, we have this understanding of uh, putting things together, synthesis, what does that actually mean? So anyway, I I'm going to back up just a little bit. I actually uh, went to school thinking that I was going to go into medicine um, and decided, well, I think I want to get my PhD instead. And uh, so I went to Xavier University in New Orleans for undergrad. I went to Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge for graduate school. And uh, any in any case, those positions and the things that I've done were highly, highly isolating for me. So I decided that once I graduated with my PhD, I would do some more social types of intervention work. So that work actually allowed me to go to Zambia and go to Zambia and uh, I went to Ghana in between grad uh, grad school and undergrad and those kinds of things and got some international experience and uh, about a year and a half ago now actually no it's been like two years almost two years now I um, was working for an automotive supplier and they shipped me over to Berlin Germany for six weeks to learn about the entrepreneurship scene in Berlin and we were talking about and trying to find out more information about different business models, how can we improve those things. And what I, well, what, what I was fascinated by was there were several companies that were very blockchain oriented. And of course, by before this time, I didn't even know what blockchain was, barely knew what Bitcoin was. And so those kinds of concepts, uh, have always kind of resonated with me over the last few years. Um, but in addition to that, I also run a company, well, technically two companies, um, one called The Lab Drawer um, alongside Motor City Steam. And Steam, for those of you who may not be aware, Steam is science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math. And what we really are focusing on is science and com combining that with the visual, literary, and performing arts. And why is that important? I believe that combining the arts with tech and science, it actually helps you be more creative. It actually helps you be more open to new ideas like blockchain. So for me, uh, this is, uh, you know, being a, a musician and being in the, in the music scene and those kinds of things 
all of that has kind of helped me uh, develop myself as an entrepreneur in this tech space, this ed tech space. And what we really want to do is bring that to middle school students, bring these activities, these science activities and art activities to middle school students in, in Detroit and beyond. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been doing over the last few years. That's man. awesome. And what a great age to get these kids thinking outside the box because kids' brains right. are already so... Right. They're not constricted by our years of no <laughs> negativity and society beating down on us. So they're going to mm. have right some pretty incredible ideas. Yeah, they, they're going to have incredible ideas. And again, we're focusing on middle school students. And we're specifically focusing on middle school students because we want to catch them before they get to high school. Right. right? So right. research shows that if a student gets to high school and they haven't had adequate STEM preparation or exposure they are not going to pursue any type of stem activity let alone go into computer science or become a code coding engineer whatever right so we makes total sense right and that these are this is the kind these are the kinds of jobs that these students have to get exposed to because you know we're not going to have cashiers anymore right we have automated about (laughs) automating everything everything well and so many of the Detroit public schools don't even have uh, arts classes anymore right. or music classes. Right, right. I mean, that's something else that, you know, yeah. your husband works with uh, the Music yes. Society about getting more music Absolutely. into the schools Absolutely. as well. And we'll definitely talk about the, the Gabriel Music Society a little bit more on some other shows yeah. and th- that type of thing. So, DJ Skis, please tell us, how did you get into blockchain and... How can we, or what did you, what have you learned so far about blockchain? For sure. Um, I'll back up just a little bit as well. I went to school at the University of Michigan here in Ann Arbor. I grew up outside of Ann Arbor and graduated with a naval architecture and marine engineering degree. Oh, yeah. It's a mouthful. Nerds. Um, Super nerd. uh, Focused more on wave and shore interaction and restructuring the harbors and beaches around uh, the Great Lakes, which was super interesting and amazing. And if I ever wanted to get back into something, I would definitely go to my or go to grad school and maybe further pursue that. But life gets in the way. And I took the LSATs, thought I was going to be an entertainment lawyer, kind of working with all the artists that I had met over the years, because while I was in Ann Arbor, I worked for the legendary St. Andrews Hall and their promotion company right. as their Ann Arbor rep. I also worked for uh, OK Player, the oh yeah yeah the website back in the day. I right. um, I was like a street team, you know, eighteen nineteen yeah, of street course. team leader and uh, worked on their website as well as a moderator. So anyway, through all those connections, I was like entertainment law. There's no there's not a lot of people out there that are right. pulling for the artist side of things. Um, but looking further into law school and how much debt that gets you into, Ooh. I said, let me back up. Came to Detroit. Um, while I was in school, I worked with DAPSEP. Yeah. Are you familiar oh, with that Oh, absolutely. Form? Right. I was a DAPSEP kid. Awesome. Uh, you know, and so, yes, DAPSEP kid. Uh, so it's the Detroit Pre-College Engineering uh, program, and I was kind of, I was the head of our Naval Architecture program, which was a Saturday thing, brought kids from right. Detroit. Uh, and we taught them just basic shipbuilding, right. you know, technology and whatnot. And yeah. then they would actually build ships out of tinfoil and we'd go put them in the, dun- yes. you know, in the tank and see how much, how much they would hold. And right. anyway, it was amazing. It was super fun. Right. And I always kind of knew I liked volunteering and working with kids. So right. as I moved back to Detroit, 
I got more involved in uh, the community and, and also w volunteering in that way. I've been a big sister. I've I work with the downtown youth boxing gym, yeah. and they've got a steam lab now, and they've got yeah. music programming now yeah. as well, which is great for the kids. Uh, I did a Steminista beat making workshop awesome. with middle school. I think some of the kids were as young as eight or nine. Yeah, we're able to make a beat in less than an hour or two. Right. Like giving kids these tools is just so awesome to watch them work. For sure. Um, so that got me investing. I've uh live you know i bought a house probably in 2009 2010 when the market was where it was at in detroit right um definitely had some opportunities for us to invest in so i've also been investing in my neighborhood and with that became uh i don't want to say full on like negative <laughs> feelings about the city and what was going on and the direction our mayor was taking and even the dan gilberts who bankrupted our city and then came mm -hmm. in and bought everything up thank you quicken loans <laughs> uh, I know, <laughs> I know you employ. Oh, uh, I know you employ our friends, but at the right, same time, you've right. done some really shisty things over the mm -hmm. years, including whitewashing the city in your advertisements and advertising, and then going on Twitter and getting all fired up about it. Right. Uh, anyway, not gonna expend too much energy on that, but I definitely saw the neighborhoods. I live in District Two. I'm in uh, North Central Detroit, where you can see how much money and effort was spent on downtown and right. was spent on making it better and i get you want to bring in workers and you want to bring new new blood and new population in but you cannot forget about the other six hundred thousand detroiters that stayed right. right they stayed they persevered they mm -hmm. built urban gardens mm -hmm. uh they want to buy the land around them they want to buy the house that they grew up in and there w there's not a lot of people out there that are helping no. reach this community and they're not telling they're not giving people the resources for it right um how to navigate the auction how to just how about use the money that FEMA gave us to not let people foreclose on their houses? Right. Because right. when you buy a house at $100,000 and your taxes are based off that, and maybe you even have it paid off because right. that was the, the one piece of generational wealth that your family has been able to pass on, yeah. and your taxes are based off that $100,000, you can't even sell your house. You couldn't even sell your house for no. 10, 15, 20 back then. Right. You know, like five. Right. So when, when people were losing their houses in the foreclosure auction. So um, anyway. All this was very yeah. important to me over um, over the years of working in community spaces right. where I had an opportunity to apply for a job with the Office of Sustainability within Detroit, yes. which is 2018. Uh, the office just was open. It was the first time in Detroit we've had that, even though other cities have had them for, right. for years. Right, for years. For sure. So instead of just modeling ourselves after another city, we kind of have an opportunity to take a little bit of information from all these different cities. Right. And, uh, for those of you that don't know, sustainability is equitable, um, s equitable, green, safe, clean futures. Right? right. Right. So it's improving parks and city spaces and quality housing and quality right. city services. And how do we reach the community to make this office the best it can be? Right. 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 So I was. Um, so I was accepted for the position in my district, and it was all yeah. about community outreach and getting to different community meetings, uh, neighborhood block club meetings, right. and talking to actual neighbors. So I will give the mayor some yeah, credit. His last go. city, uh, state of the city address, very much addressed this. Okay. Right? Okay. So talking about training 
people in the trades and, right. and building schools and bringing companies in that are going to help, like you said, keep kids in STEAM and give right. them these opportunities for computer programming, uh, jobs in the future and careers. Right. So I'm kind of doing more of the groundwork right now. I also wanted to see what this what maybe the inner workings of the cities and city of and, and what kind of numbers and connections I can make by by sitting in some of these spaces that right. tend to be much older and tend to be much right. I mean, I think I'm jaded. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely see people at these meetings that are like well, Detroit's just going to be Detroit, right. and, like, That's how can we improve? And the state fairground will always be closed down. Yeah. And you never gave me this building. and Yeah, but you kind of have to move forward past that, right? And by you becoming part of this coalition, if you will, that actually will, you know, you're, you're one of the people you're standing up and you're saying, I don't really want this to continue, you know, because you've been here for, what, 15 years. You've been living in the city 15 years. And you've seen from the beginning to now what has happened, what things have uh, have or have not been given to the residents of the city. So it, it, you're right. You can get people are jaded, but at the same time, you're doing something about it. And I think that's the critical piece there. Correct. And we I think we're starting to see some changes with our city council members. Right. Uh, they're younger. They yes. look like us. Raquel Castaneda Lopez. Yes. Um, yes. I've actually, I played a fundraiser for her. I did oh, a nice. fundraiser for her and she's somebody I would love to get on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, she's a two term city councilwoman out of Southwest out Detroit. Of Southwest, she yeah. represents district six. And as a Latina woman who grew up in Detroit her whole life, I think yeah. she really fights for the people. Absolutely. And she's fighting for all these, um, like the community, uh, the community clauses where, okay, Ford, you're going to come in and buy the train station and make it nice. That's great. But now all the property values are going to go up. People aren't going to be able to afford right. to live in the area anymore. You need to invest back into that community. And they also are forcing them, these companies, to talk to the community members, ah, right? So they have yeah. to sit in at meetings. And the mayor went into that a little, okay. a little deeper in his uh, city speech. But it's building green spaces. It's right. So it ties into sustainability, right? All right. So Always. let's get into the, so the blockchain thing, right? Being a nerd that I am, I yeah. heard, I, I mean, Bitcoin being around 10 years, I'm sure 2013, 14 was when I first heard about it. Right. Didn't necessarily understand the concept of this decentralized m monetary coin or thing. Right. Where you have a ledger that is uh, being kept I, I hold my hands up above me because it's like <laughs> it's being kept in the ethers or whatever. Right. Um, but it's it's a ledger in the same way that you would keep your checkbook ledger, right? right? And there's these things called miners. And that's where I'm on vacation in Mexico with a bunch of friends that were just kind of thrown together. And this one uh, guy that I knew was waking up every morning with his laptop and he needed it to be air conditioned and like it was like working really hard because he had to check in on his miners and right. you know he was watching them mine and that kind of blew my mind and being like an engineer nerd yeah. I said let's sit down over mimosas and tell me all about this so yeah. for about two hours I picked his brain about what this whole what the algorithm was right. And he could talk about it, but it was also a little hard. He, he even got a little deeper than what I could wrap my brain around. So I just, I don't, I mean, maybe I even talked to him about mining at one point. I was like, oh, you make money from this. This is amazing. Um, and again, we're going to touch um, more on these uh, terms and some of these basic terms uh, along, this, uh, along these episodes and as we talk to some of the bigger 
players in the blockchain scene. Um, but the basics of a miner is they keep track of the algorithm. They keep track of who's sending who money, where the money is, and then they encrypt it. There's a 16 uh, key, 16 bit key that encrypts every mm -hmm. transaction. So nobody else can see where this money goes. It's not totally private, like it's not totally anonymous, uh, but you control all the keys, all the privacy, all the access to your account. And that's what the miners, they're basically computers, really, really beefed up computers. All, uh, using a lot of electricity. A that lot. <laughs> so in my sustainability mindset, that's something else that is very talked about in the blockchain uh, community is right. how can we not waste natural resources and energy the way we did back in the day when we mined for gold and diamonds and mm -hmm. we backed the currency up in that. Um, but yeah, so I was way interested into it. <sighs> Should have invested back then. I, I don't even know yeah. what Bitcoin was, maybe four or five hundred dollars, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the end of 2017, it blew up nineteen, twenty thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Right. Um, and I think that's when most uh, most of the general public heard about it, found out about it, started to uh, talk about it. And it was hard for people to wrap their brain around. Well, wait, so I can own like one one hundredth of a Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Because we're so used to having that monetary physical right. dollar in our hand or, or quarter or whatever. Um, so I did find that as I talked to more people about it, I dove in. I yeah. found crypto Twitter and yes. then jumped in, watched tons of videos, followed the people that have been doing this for a long time. Um, you know, listened to the stories about there's like the tulips in Denmark and how you can show a ledger like watching that and then they're sitting around a poker table and pretending like we're all miners and what we put in the pot and take off is like what miners do. Wow. Anyway, there's really great that's a really <laughs> that's a really good analogy. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. The analogies are awesome. Um and then you find out about white papers, which is what right. what each company, what each coin bases their entire uh philosophy around and it's almost like a code of ethics, right? Mm -hmm. So the Bitcoin one is very famous, um, but then you start finding out about initial coin offerings, which are right. companies that are, it's more or less uh, crowdfunding. Right. Right. So you're crowdfunding and you go, well, I travel a lot. Let me look into a travel one. Exactly. Or this technology, like Neo, is one that I'm very into. Yeah. Um, I've also looked into internet sharing. Sure. So in my community outreach, there is an issue with Detroit in that we don't have mesh networks that were put in in the 80s and 90s because our population was declining um, and people couldn't afford internet where they just never put it in. Right. So now you're asking people to do all their community services online. Mm -hmm. You're asking them to fill out surveys and to see what they want online. And people say, well, I just pick up the phone and call my community office, but I never get a response because they want us to jump on an app and right. point it out on an app. Well, if you don't have internet, how can you do that? You and can't. <laughs> even if you have minimal access on a cell phone, not everyone even has that, right? Right. So that's another thing I've been very into is working um, with a mesh network community here in Detroit. And they are all about, it's called, it's through DDJC, which is the Detroit Digital Justice Coalition. And they're a community wireless project uh, whose they support efforts by neighborhoods to organize and build communication systems that increase access to not only the internet at large, but also local resources. So what they do is they have a hub 
and then they spread yeah. out the internet to the hub. They started in Island View, and they have one in Southwest, and then they're going to start moving up through the North End yeah. to Highland Park already is what Ingrid told yeah. me. So it's basically giving your community awesome. free internet, which the rest of the world has already done that. Like yeah. They have parks as hotspots and everything else. Right. Um, but blockchain technology can help this, and there's, uh, there's definitely coins that are based around even sharing internet. Sharing that, right. 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 I was so sad to hear or watch that read rather that story about this young lady who graduated from cast tech i also am a cast tech grad and she snap 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 yes and i was very upset to hear that she was doing homework for her classes on her cell phone i read that article too she didn't have access to the internet and that really really resonated with me it actually really bothered me to be 100 percent honest and uh and so that's why it's so important for us to get this kind of technology and make sure that these mesh networks and things of that sort are brought to our communities um and and also you know let's think about a bigger even a bigger picture right if a young man or young lady who's living in a in a community that had the internet um that actually would allow them to do all of the research they would need to do uh, not only for their classes but also um, you know if they want to do some programming and maybe build an app right you you have to have the internet so that you can test those kinds of things so one of the great uh, stories stemming from this mesh network is the Island View area which is near the incinerator in Detroit yeah uh, which people protested it's not only just that it smells so bad but there's also Mm. toxicity in the air right Uh, of course so in this impro- improving the mesh network, I, I think it was a church that was also giving kids uh, rebuilt laptops and rebuilding them with the kids and teaching right. them these things. And they're like, that's great. We send them home. And the boxing gym has said this, too, where people are like, we'll donate all these laptops to the kids or, right. or iPads. And then it's like giving them a typewriter. Right. Because <laughs> you get home. And if you don't have... It took me 10 years at my house to find high-speed internet here. Right. Because right. of the way they... Because AT&T was like, yeah, you don't have... You want 56K yeah. a second or something? Yeah. No, it, you right. can't. Yeah. So one of the kids... So they so by coming to this church with the mesh network, they were able to work on these laptops. And they did basically a hackathon for the area. And one of the kids invented an app where you could almost like hold your phone out and get... Or you could get the testing from a, in your neighborhood for wow. how much the incinerator... Well, that was his idea. Yeah. For that. And yeah. And what a great again giving these kids at middle school these exactly the, the all the tools that to let their brain go wild. They come up with things for their community yes. to make their community safer and healthier, which is yes. So everyone says, ah, oh, you know, kids in general just want to play video games and Fortnite. It's like no, Not you give really. them a project, they're gonna really come yeah. through and find some amazing great things. Absolutely, right? that's exciting. That's just exciting. I think it's super awesome. Um, and again. I just, I feel like Detroit in general was at the height of building a middle class with the car industry and the automotive industry. And I think people felt secure in their jobs. Of course. They felt secure that that technology would be around for a long time. Oh, yeah. And now plants are closing left and right. Oh, yeah. And we went and we tore down entire neighborhoods to build big plants and then turning around and closing them. Yeah. Uh. We have a unique opportunity of any other city in the world coming back from bankruptcy and having 
this land and this space and the brain power and the community that would support mm. entirely new technologies, entirely new industries. Right. Right. So we hear about this in the news. It's like comeback kid and Detroit's right. the Renaissance. And did you see the guy at the Oscars who said Shinola brought oh back Detroit? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Shinola brought back A watch back company Detroit. that builds its parts elsewhere and then they reassemble them in Detroit and they've given, I have friends that work for them, but of course they have also done bigger events in LA and New York than they ever did here in Detroit. Yeah. So I don't know how much that and if Shinola yeah. ever wanted to be a sponsor, I guess I just ruined that. But <laughs> anyway, but I, I mean, but, but these are the narrative yeah, narratives. It's, it's an inaccurate narrative. Correct. At the end of the day, it's an inaccurate narrative. You can't tell me that Shinola literally brought back Detroit because they found out. Oh, there's such an amazing account that does all these Shinola ads, but they flip them and uh, they. Uh, I mean. They literally took the name and made in Detroit because they found out that people resonated with like somebody coming back from from bankruptcy and from being right. down and out as like supporting something right. Great. So there right. was definitely some branding and advertising behind that. Oh, for sure. But our whole city tends to get that, and that's only those six square miles downtown. Right, right. Uh, and Detroit is much bigger than that. In fact, Detroit is one of the largest metropolitan areas in the country when you talk about square footage 137 square miles. square miles six of that is downtown right so that just goes to show you how gigantically huge it was a city once built for or built for two million people there's right. so many single family homes which aren't necessarily the best way to rebuild anymore right um so we just have this opportunity to really like blow the world's mind by yeah. how green how renewable mm -hmm. how um just community-based, urban farms, all this, right. we could rebuild this city. Um, so I think people like you and me, knowing these technologies right. and, and getting into that public atmosphere where you keep pushing this narrative right. and this technology into people's minds. I mean, every meeting we're like, let's – we need a motto or the you know the right. statement for the <laughs> office of sustainability and i'd be like radical right blockchain yes <laughs> like i love it you can build community coins and keep that money in detroit and yeah. keep investing in local detroiters through this technology yeah yeah you were actually talking a little bit um previously in some conversations about community coins and you brought up the detroit dollar or something of this sort, which I actually was not really familiar with, but after kind of looking through it, only certain businesses use the coin and, um, you know, of yeah, it was a physical dollar. It was a physical dollar back in the day. Yeah. Nine or 10 years ago. I think. Yeah. I, I think it was like 2009. Yep. I was managing a bar bartending and it was mostly uh, amongst bars and restaurants. It kind of kept yeah. this dollar in the city so they invested into it and then you and then you would able to spend it right and it was that way where like if you invested a dollar then the business would give you two or three um right. i don't know again i i would have never i don't know if they even had a white paper idea back then yeah. or if bitcoin had really reached it but it was a physical dollar which again you know people lose or right. who's really backing it or who's keeping track right. of this and i think it just kind of fizzled out because right. of that reason right um but Oh my goodness! It's you could put that. On, it's a great concept. Right. It can be put on blockchain, um, and this is something that other communities are doing. Africa is like light years beyond us when oh it yeah. comes to monetary money on our phones and right. sending money. Um, again, if if this technology needs a practical use, just maybe the most basic basic concept we can all wrap our heads around is how do we send money 
from one side of the oh world to gosh. the next. Yes. Yes. Have you ever tried to use Western Union? Yeah. It costs, it's very expensive. Very. Right. And then you have to find a space wherever you are, where, wherever the heck you are in the world, that actually has a Western Union or some type of affiliate business that will, that will be able to accept the money to give to you. Right? So it's a very complicated, convoluted process. And you have several middlemen. Very centralized. Very centralized. I mean, even PayPal, like, you can wait for that money, but your bank ends up getting a fee. PayPal ends up making I mean, these are billion-dollar companies. Right, right. Billion-dollar companies. So um, sending money via cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, I mean, they're getting it down to, and that was another problem with, right. with uh, universal usage of this technology is how how long it was taking for some of these things to happen. Like you might have had to wait 10, 15 minutes for a Bitcoin transaction. Right. That's another conversation. We're going to talk to some of the local retailers that have been accepting cryptocurrency. And that's hard. You're not going to you're not going to wait at a clothing store for 15 minutes for your (laughs) transaction to to you might if you're in another country. Sure. Um, That wasn't so bad. That was better than Western Union. Right. But I'm now in control of how my money gets to a specific person it doesn't have to go through all these centralized businesses right um another you know i I spent about a month in cuba it was before kind of lifted the the ban Mm -hmm. uh went through cancun and everyone knows when you go to cuba your credit cards don't work you can't do a western union you need to take all the cash and exchange it well lines at some of these exchange and these banks would be forever and you end up trading your money on black market Wow. I, got, I, I got pretty good at it. Speak a little Spanish, so it's great. Yeah, there um, you go. But people definitely run out of money when they're there. Of it course. happens often. Yeah. And Cuba is also notorious for um, ha- having a lack of internet. So there was a yes. lack of Wi-Fi except at the hotels, and you'd get a little bit in the ca- the parks, and then you would have to go buy from a guy walking around a card so that right. you could connect to that internet at that hotspot. And it's very expensive for locals. Very I'm expensive. Sure. Um, but a story I read about was where this guy was running out of cash. He wanted to buy a piece of art from okay. somebody um, at one of the art markets and said, there is no way I can get anything to work down here. And they said, well, do you have cryptocurrency? And they oh, figured wow. out how to, because, again, if you both know the concept, right. they like went to the local park. They waited till the cryptocurrency got into the artist's wallet on their phone. Right. And boom, we're gone. Yeah. Art piece in hand, took care of it, didn't All run good. out of money. So, I mean, that could have been a couple years ago. Like, right. it, it already has a lot of regular, regular uh, everyday uses. Right. Um, we just need the technology to spread in the same exactly. way the Internet did right now. You have all these companies, and again, you know, there's bike sharing companies, yes. and how, and all the Ubers and the and the Airbnbs are going to start to feel the oh burn yeah. of oh yeah. new blockchain companies, and you're already starting to see it yes. where they're like Facebook wants their own coin, and Amazon, I'm Telegram, sure. Telegram, all of these wireless folks, uh, 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 telecommun, well, not telecommunications, but communication, uh, wireless communication types of companies want to have that, which makes sense, right? Uh, right, and banks are already starting to talk about it because yeah. it's it's here. It's not going anywhere. No. But at the same time, they're saying only five to seven percent of the u- of the world's population even has invested in any of um, any cryptocurrencies wow. or even know about the technology outside of just knowing the basic words. Right, right? have kind of jumped in and learned more about blockchain. So the more uh, it becomes everyday conversation, or you right. grab your auntie uncle grandma parents to say hey let's invest in it now right 
Yeah, Bitcoin was 20 grand. It's down now to around the upper 3,000s, around yeah. the 4,000s. This could be a long-term investment. You can put money into it, quit. Right. What A little bit that you can kind of not worry about. Right. Uh, if you're more into day-to-day -day trading, a lot of stockbrokers and different people have jumped into this into this, into this field, into yeah. this space, because it is exciting and it moves fast. And Right. Um, but that's something neither of us are into. Uh, it takes a lot of time and a it lot does. of chart reading, and you really need to know that. And I kind of remember le learning about some of the, you know, of course we buy low, sell high, right? Right. Um, and you learn about behavioral patterns of stock right. markets and how to read the candles and everything. And it's mm -hmm. super interesting. I just don't have the time of the day. Right. And that's not really where I want to focus my energy. Right. Um, right. But where where do you see outside of teaching the kids like where do you see your next steps for bringing more people of color more women to the table wow that's a great question um i would say first of all now that i have been running the lab drawer for the for the last uh couple of years with with the, my team and the team here um definitely want to see how um cryptocurrency can impact the retail space. Um, also, uh, as an aside, I am also a consultant in the automotive industry. And uh, basically what I do, I work with companies, various uh, automotive suppliers, tier one, tier two, and I help them basically get uh, their management systems organized so that they can meet the criteria to sell to an OEM, OEMs being, as an example, GM, FCA, um, Which Ford. Because when we say acronyms, it helps to break it down. Yes. And so that's the original. Original equipment manufacturer, Correct. right? So, um, and it's funny to say that because we're in Detroit, but we know that uh, we're going to have listeners elsewhere. So that's what an OEM is, right? I so don't know that everybody in Detroit necessarily even knows that. I really? Mean, well, if I have to go get a taillight, I know that there's like OEM versus a reproduced product. Right, like a supplier but type guy. But we say it so frequently that I think a lot of people just, it rolls <laughs> off and they go, OEM. Yeah, and it's know. like, what does that mean? Yeah. So um, I also think one of, one of the things that I understood and learned while I was in Berlin is that I in working with the companies that we met, I almost felt like the automotive industry in the U.S. has missed the boat, right? Because we're talking more about mobility and less about buying a car, right? And, of course, as we know, millennials are not really buying cars. Right, like mass transit is more, I mean, even from a community, Detroit lacks Absolutely. in mass transit. And it gets brought up almost every Oh, my goodness. City council meeting every every election year for sure. For sure. For sure. So those so let's let's kind of break that down. Right. So what what happens is these suppliers and these OEMs, they work together to put parts together to build a vehicle. Right. Usually what happens is there's some type of forecasting um, and this forecasting comes from. Um, what they've seen in the past or what they anticipate based on market research and all of these kinds of things. And what we've seen um, is that, of course, like I said, millennials are not purchasing vehicles at the rates that, that their parents were purchasing vehicles because of the issues that, that we see here uh, in the city. And then there's also this issue of transparency, right? So there, when we talk about building parts for vehicles, there are 
hundreds of thousands of suppliers that any OEM can go to to get the same part. In fact, you can even buy aftermarket parts on Amazon if you want to, right? Right. So we have to think about this um, in a in a very important way because there are companies all over the world who are kind of imposter. Uh, they they they're imposters for some of these parts, and so because. They there's this level or lack of transparency within the automotive industry. People just buy whatever they they sell whatever, and they could just get away with anything. And so here we go. The issue is the supply chain, and how can we solve this issue of transparency? Well, we can probably do it with blockchain, right? And there are some companies um, that are doing that right now, but of course they're in the inner, in the early stages. And um, I mean, I'm even thinking about some of the documentation that I help some of these companies prepare, right? And supply chain doesn't just stop with automotive. I don't oh, know if you've um, heard of some other uses where even with like pharmaceutical distribution and yeah. food distribution, yes. let's say you have a head of lettuce that comes up with E. coli or, you know, the recent one was all the salmonella or something yeah, salmon anyway. i can't remember um, hepatitis a sure so instead of <laughs> like taking everything off every shelf because we're so scared of having you know everyone be infected or, right. or catching which of course is a honest problem right instead you could if all that information on the supply chain was on a ledger right through blockchain right. you could see where that exact head of lettuce came from and exactly. where every other lettuce you know every other piece from that truck exactly. went and you exactly. could pull it by number and it could be quick it could be a scannable thing right these are all like already yeah. in the process and same with pharmaceuticals there's right. a really large stat i do not know the exact number of imposter medications that get sent to countries and people die like every day because yeah. they take a bad medicine. Right. I'm not surprised by that at all. Right. Because there's so many, there's such a, the, the world market in producing pharmaceuticals and with your chemistry background, yes. you know about this where that's another supply chain use. Exactly. I could say, well, what company did that pill come from? Is it even real? Let's test, right. you know, and the testing can be on blockchain. Right. Exactly. So many great, amazing uses. Um, where you could expand that out of Absolutely. automotive. And then that becomes a safety thing, too. Right. Like making our world just that much right easier to maneuver through, right? Right. Because if we're going to automate everything, like, let's it's do it for some good. Yeah, let's do it for some good. Let's do it the right way, right? Let's let's do it the right way. Let's do it for some good and, and uh, really impact everybody that we that we really want to. For sure. So outside of all the community things that, I, you know, like a community coin that I would like to see and, you know, and other examples of that were I was starting to say how communities in Africa have gone to giving children um, currency, like almost paying them to go to right. school to give them an incentive to go to school as opposed right. to being like, well, this kid didn't go to school because he has to go work on his family farm or he has to go work to bring his family money right. uh, to help everyone survive at, say, like 14, 15, 16. You give them a community coin for going to school that, th that they then keep in the community to help pay for those you know, basic necessities, right? Right. Um, that was an example that Ingrid had given me in one yeah. of our community meetings. Um, and then I had also gone to an amazing conference just as I, oh like, yeah. dipped my toes into uh, the whole blockchain world. I get uh, a special invite to this uh, global economic visioning conference the GEV up in Brentwood, Brenton Woods, New Hampshire. Right. Which, if any of you know, is this like goth amazing chalet in the middle of the mountains where the uh, World Monetary 
uh, conference happened in 1944, so this yeah. year will be the 75th anniversary. And imagine this. It was a bunch of old white guys sitting oh, around wow. talking mm-hmm. about, wait, what? <laughs> talking about gold being the backing standard right. and how that's such an antiquated idea of how wealth and finances can work. Right. Um, that this whole conference was based around how, if if we could re-envision world finances and, um, you know, a global financial community how could we re-envision it where we include where we see things monetarily like things of value are much more different than just how much can you how how much can you pull out of our precious earth right whether that like i said earlier like diamonds and gold and such other things where that's just not a con like we can't just keep and oil too like we can't just keep we need renewable energies you can't just keep digging into this world and and the world the earth and it's not just going to eventually like I mean, look at all yeah, the natural disasters. <laughs> it's already mad right. at us, right? Right, um, right. So anyway, right. this conference was incredible. There were um, there were people that had helped helped form the euro yeah. to get all of Europe on the same monetary system. Right. Uh, there were people that invented Verifone, the entire oh how yeah. every bit of credit card is taken in every store. So they had some really good ideas on how we bring in more people to the table, how we right. spread wealth, how we don't have that 1% that owns some trillion trillions of... Yeah. W- the 1% owns 99% of the world's right. well, you know, wealth. So the very first uh, talk we have, I sit next to a gentleman from Israel who was like, hey, so what do you do and why are you here? And I went, I don't even really know. <laughs> I, started a, I started a crypto Twitter and my friend saw I was in cryptocurrency and suggested me coming to this... Um, conference, which was actually so diverse because there were also musicians and artists and right. um, these uh, woman who had started an amazing like Heal House Yoga Center, Wellness Center in New York, who was doing the yoga there. Right. There were people that had no idea what blockchain was. Right. So they start spitting out acronyms and things, and they're really confused. And at one point, I went off with the the women who were uh, teaching the yoga just to go horseback ride, and they started drilling me about blockchain. And they're like, "Wow, we just learned more in that hour horse ride talking to you about blockchain than we did at this whole conference because the concepts wow. do." The concepts get very big, right? Right. If we're talking about what do we consider wealth, that's a concept we can all talk about. It might be ideas. It might be music. It might be clothing. It might be cooking. It might be a total different concept of what currency is, right? But when you talk about the actual technology, it can get over people's heads. For sure. So that was a great experience of saying to this gentleman, like, I don't really know, but I mean, I like it. And I'm into <laughs> it, and I'm a nerd, so really I'm cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna study it. And I said, but I I do work in Detroit, and I do community work in Detroit. And he was like, well, that right there is really awesome, you know? Right, it is. And I asked him what he did, That's and right. he goes, well, I kind of work in community stuff too. Cool, great. Made that connection. Didn't talk to him for another couple days after going to all the different talks and whatnot. And after right. uh, fireside chat one night, couple drinks, I'm talking to him and his buddy. And he's like, no, we, he goes, we're really interested in Detroit. Like we've heard about how you guys need technology and come, you know, in this community in America where this has never happened in America. And we just went to the Marshall Islands and got them off the American dollar. And I was like, Uh. record scratch. Like, wait, what? You got (laughs) the Marshall Islands off the American dollar? He said, yeah, we spent two months there. And I remember reading an article about this, but they were, they were part of that, um, that whole process of getting an entire country to not be backed by like big bad America, which is like being backed by a bank and all this centralization stuff. So 
they said, would you be able to start a Detroit like community coin? Like, could you even have Detroit be its own country? And I said, yeah. yes, yeah, yes, see, please. Why not? <laughs> right. And then there was a gentleman there who did start his own country. It oh, that's called, right. Yeah, yeah. It, was called, it was called Lieberland. Yeah. And they had their own airport. And he's telling us how uh, how he made that happen. And, you know, yeah. I thought maybe there was like a couple hundred in his country. There was maybe yeah. only 20 or 30, I think. But what a great concept. And what a cool yeah. what, a, what a cool person to talk to to see about how that's working out for him. Exactly. Because, again, we have all these like intro companies and all these concepts and these technologies Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like where with the Internet, you had AOL and Internet Explorer and everybody right. had that. And then you blow up and have your Amazons and your Googles right. and your Apple that's going to take over. So right. we don't even know where this. Who knows where it's going to go? Don't we have no idea. Um, but I think everyone needs to, like, be on the train. I think listening to some of the guests we're going to have is going to be right. amazing. Um, obviously, for for the future of it, for me, uh, being a DJ and getting into production, um, I started DJing about 10 years ago after I had always collected records and yeah. I had worked in with musicians and I just kind of DJed in my bedroom and some opportunities came up like South by Southwest, uh, right. seven, eight years or no, almost 10 years ago was yeah. one of my first gigs where I did a women in hip hop showcase. Uh, I was DJing for Miss Corona at the time as well. Um, I just got a lot of great opportunities through yeah. all the connections I had made and I'm definitely getting into production now, too. And I watch how some of my friends release their music. And again, not right. not needing that record label, more people going independent and smaller boutique record labels. Yes. Um, I want all my musician friends to like put their record on blockchain. Yes. You own the rights to it. It's yours. Um, and, and, and I think that um, that's that's going to those are going to be great conversations. Because now the way music goes, you have YouTube, you can throw up something on, on Instagram, you can talk about your stuff on Twitter, and you don't need a record label. I mean, uh, I, I mean, not to say that this person is necessarily one of the greatest of all time, but let's just take the rapper uh, Takashi69, right? He put all of his stuff on Instagram as an example, and now he's super pop I mean he's in jail now but nonetheless he got his popularity and he gained his popularity just because he was he owned his own music it was a he had a friend who had a studio they recorded it and put it up on Instagram well even maybe someone not quite as problematic but <laughs> <laughs> um, chance the rapper yeah, yeah um won Grammys as an independent artist and right. he never I mean he had some millions of views and millions of right. streams before you know, and I think record labels have even reached out to him to say, are you sure you don't want our backing now? And he's like, why would I? Like, yeah. I already have such a gigantic following. I've done tracks with the biggest artists around. And so putting your music no and, and that's another thing, you know, Tidal tried to do that with artists being right. the owners and not tried. They're still doing it and it's working, but it's not ideal in that you still have a service you're paying. Right. You still have your music being put somewhere that people have to then sign up and and again the the music coins the voices the different the different uh technologies that are already coming out and the applic the d apps right the applications that are coming out are getting better and better and more user friendly but you like 
where you can stream some two million streams on Spotify before you right. even see a dollar check in your mail or whatever. Come on. This would be you putting a price tag on your album, almost similar more to Bandcamp. Right. Where you pay five bucks and you can download the whole album for the rest. Right. Which is a great way for independent artists to kind of get away from iTunes. Right. Um, but this is a way for you to have control of all that. So let's yeah. say you want someone to pay a penny for every time they listen to your track, even though they don't want the whole album or you just released one track. Right. They can either buy it or they could sit there and stream it with this coin right 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 um so that's my big thing too outside of all my community work yes. is i want all my artists to get on blockchain because i think it's i think it's where everything's going oh i agree all right so i think we've done a great job of covering where we come from why we're in this space how we want to see it continue in the future yeah uh we want to thank everybody for tuning in really appreciate it if you'd like to reach out to us uh suggestions uh, feedback. We'll take all your reviews wherever you find your podcast. This will be available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. We'll knock them all out. Um, but if you prefer website, we have ladieslovecryptopodcast.com. Also our email, ladieslovecryptopodcast at gmail. Find us on other social media sites, Instagram, Facebook at ladieslovecryptopodcast. And Twitter likes them to be a little shorter, so we're at LLC Podcast. Oh, yeah. And you guys, we're really excited to hear about your, or hear from you guys, get your feedback. And also, if you have any suggestions about potential guests or if you're interested in learning more about Ladies Love Crypto Podcast in the future, let us know. Give us your ideas. Give us your your insight and maybe even um, some upcoming uh, topics or events that are happening in the city. If you have anything like that, that would be great. We'd love to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. Events around the city is something we're going to touch on and not just in the blockchain community, but also right. with the band that yes. we didn't even tap on. We'll, we'll get to that in future episodes. Alicia yeah. sings with the Gabriel Hall Brass Band. Yeah. And me DJing, we all, uh, we'll let you know when we have upcoming events. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I'll touch base on this Gabriel Brass Band event, uh, April 5th. So I will be singing because that's, that's the artsy part of me there. Um, so April 5th at uh, PJ's Logger House. You guys can check us out there. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks once again. I want to give a quick shout out to DJ Des Andres for that amazing intro and also a thank you to Mags. Uh, this mix I put together for y'all was digging into my Dilla crate for a gig I had down in Cleveland. Shout out to Porco Tiki Lounge. Uh, so these are some of my favorites straight from vinyl. About to get nasty in this mouth. With my free sack. Uh, get live with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go. If you wanna fuck all night, let me hear you say, I wanna fuck all night right now. Uh, I wanna fuck all night. Yeah. I wanna fuck all night. Let's do it. I wanna fuck all night. Clean it up. I wanna crush all night right now. Uh, I wanna crush all night. I wanna crush all night. This is for my nuts and my nymphos Non-stop banging like a villa instrumental Uh, 
Yeah, turn it up in your whip, boy. Catch a glimpse of the fifth, turning up in the strip joints. Cause if you know what I know, my tricks stay half baked. So, but you know what I want? I have. Uh, and I don't wanna talk to no Samson. I wanna. But don't let me stop you from dancing, now, mama. Uh, fat booty working it out. You twerking it, damn. You pulling up my shirt with it, wow. You hurting them, girl, yeah. Doing your love fizzle. I'm feeling the Monica right in the middle. Uh, she got a ticket or something. Something ridiculous. Can a brother get us something? Call a small talk. You got some friends we can all walk. Till a dog a party with all y'all. We fixin' to get live. Bounce hit the horn, then Nitty gets inside. And then we off like that, doing 85. Why she hit me off like that? Yeah. We gon' fk all night. If they wanna fk all night long, let me just say I wanna fk all night right now. Oh, I wanna f- Yeah, I wanna fuck all night, let's do it. I wanna clean it up. I wanna crush all night, let's go. I wanna crush all night. I wanna crush all night. This is for the biddies to spot it, body, whether going to college or the city to drop it. I got something for ya. It's only chump change. You know me, jump in the range and hit the buttons for ya. Uh, I roll out like the looter with the crew and roll up by the Buddha. Let's do the damn thing. I'm trying to fuck yo. We need a bus store to let me and my man's bang. Make nasty affair. Come down to the D. We can hit the key 'cause a lot of speaking there. I tell ya. I remember nothing is bank teller and then a friend. I was hooking the nails up. Bring it over, mama. Let me show you how I do, Renee. It's McNasty party with two a days. Let me give it to you. You want Della to do it? It's done. Plus, got a ridiculous booty. It's all. That's how we like it, y'all. And all. So if you want it all night, let me hear you say, I wanna fuck all night right now. Oh, I wanna fuck all night. Yeah, I wanna fuck all night. Let's do it. I wanna fuck all night. Uh. I wanna crush all night, let's go. I wanna crush, I'll keep crushing. I wanna crush, keep crushing. Dream, so it seems. 
you got what you want. Your soul is ghost, 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 ghost. Felatio, interference, promiscuous, homo sapiens, come on. Felatio, interference, promiscuous, homo sapiens, come on. Felatio, interference, promiscuous, homo sapiens. Felatio, interference, promiscuous, homo sapiens. You say you looking for them niggas, yeah, we be them. This shit remind me of some more EP. These shit about to blow up like helium. I used to rock around 92 BPM, like medium. The rover you see me in. Don't ever step to SV again. Shout out the Bruce Crew, DM Malik and them. Say what up to house shoes and VG and them. Oh, I gotta go, I give it to three and them. Peace, yeah, peace, yeah, peace, yeah. Yeah. Let's get in the flow again. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. T3 got the same flow, continuing. Y'all motherfuckers say T3 don't be freestyling. I got a flow that got these hoes, but wallet. I got you in your air, reaching for your wallet. You want it, boy, and you know who got it. You claim original and sound like somebody. Should I be ripping shit since I first started? Been challenging niggas and leaving them dumb potted. I didn't want what I got, I like milk this body. I said this shit goes out to everybody. Getting black with the rhyme again. Yo, your lady been giving me blows. Cause I'm a sexy man. Niggas is coming with rhymes, I ain't feeling. You think you know me? I used to be a hard villain. Niggas is mad cause they shit ain't chick. You went. Don't even come my way, boy, with that. Chillin'. Feeling my shit like riding full up a clip, nigga. Stepping the ass to be the last shit. Feeling my flow again. We be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Yeah, we be them niggas, yeah, we be them. Uh, yeah, uh, uh. Jay Dilla, remix, uh, SpaceX, featuring Frank and Dang, uh, bounce with it, nigga, bounce, uh, uh, yeah. Turn it up, y'all. Turn it up, love, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Let's go. Turn it up. Live, throw it up. It's the official. We got the bag for you. Go. You can catch Guilty Simpson at a rave with babes packing a thug in a major way. I beat your dogs like flavor flame. Thug beneath leathers. If you know better, keep your don't tether. Yeah. Cold, cold weather and big money clips cause it fold yeah. don't better. Hacking three cuties in the Hemi. Bobby, like Luke and my Hemi. Before I hit it, gotta get the half of my Jimmy. I don't mean to pimp that hard, it's just Hemi. Got a sick flow, a couple of... Got this thick chick, Coco from Cisco. Saying they are meta, we backstage in the bathroom. She got a mouth like a vacuum, uh. We them boys with the chains on the neck. Hey, five minutes, we untangling them. It's MJ, make sure the name on the check. JD in a turning lane with your ex, like in Los Angeles. In the knots of scandalous, dick like big bread basket sandwiches. Choke on that, we smoke on to put a hole through the horse on your polo hat. And leave the shit smoking where the logo at. And the witnesses won't tell the popo jack. That's how it is when we kill it. Horny in the lit up, fill it. Yup, real talk, y'all. I met this girl last night. She whispered in my ear like, Baby, you're the one. Baby, take me home tonight. Baby, lay me down. Baby, girl, it's only right. Baby, you're the one. Baby, you're the one for me. Baby, yeah. you should be having my baby. Turn it up. You should be having it's my deep baby. It's deep the wrist glow think it's a disco when i ran bisco if you're feeling it with your earl flan at cut the check tim tell him where the sin at that you're feeling it fat tell me where your friends at can't go to the valet where the bins at let's be out riding high girl stop when they see the click riding me
can't think for me to say when you know that I'm gone, right? You act all wild. When I tell you to settle, I was working around the clock, but your girl's on the metal. Talk about I heard he spins with this chick on the beach. That was out with the tie, but my love you impeach. Now you looking at the walls, head and hand, cold zones in. Ringing my house, hanging up and imposing. Now why you wanna go and do that, Yeah. 
Like that, head up in the whip, I push Like the Mac I am, it's bitch, choose or lose it With truth in the music, who can refuse it? Who keeps the fuse lit? 
New shit, nigga. Wanna walk the walk, but make sure your shoes fit. Tighten your laces, boy. And if your lips is loose, got plenty shit to tighten your faces. Let's face it, you basic, boy. J spit it, don't hate, bitch. Make some noise. Oh, oh, oh. Check it out. Let's get it up like it's Monday night in the cave with 22s, 23s. Bounce with the shoes on the Jeeps. Uh, it's for all my live niggas. Who got the city on? Dealing with cat, it don't get sicker than that. Uh, let's get it popping like it's New Year's Eve. To my Jeep niggas hopping in your two year lease. Ballin' do you deal all in I like to cash her out and mash her out I hit the mile and then Bell Island If a bitch talk shit, I'ma smash her mouth What? Red man promo style B-I-T-C-H-S will get it K-Solo style Nigga, nigga, hot shit from Dabri Let's show these motherfuckers that it's true and not just a hobby And then take the trim straight to the Athenium And let them just sit in the lobby Spit game is just plain Y'all simple and stop stop it I give it to you like Pac did to Mob Deep and that's why I fucked your bitch. East side, my niggas is cutthroat with it. Uh, West side, get loud. Keep your hands clapping. It's your man's back in this. Check out time, pack your shit. Or get in a black backhand and smacks it in. You don't want me a cat to spit. It's game over.
static focal point bringing damage to your burrow. Uh -huh. Be some brothers from the east with the beats that be thorough. Got the solar gravitation, so I'm bound to pull it. I gets down like brothers are found, ducking from bullets. Uh -huh. Gun control means using both hands in my land. Yeah. Where it's all about the cautious living. Uh -huh. Migrating to a higher form of consequence. Compliments are struggling that shouldn't be notable. Man, every word I say should be a hip hop quote. I'm sick of bitches shaking asses. I'm sick of talking about blood. Sick of Versace glasses. Sick of slang. Sick of half ass award shows. Sick of name brand clothes. Sick of RB bitches over bullshit tracks. Cocaine and cracks, which bring sickness to black. Sick of swole head rappers with they sickening raps. Claps and gaps. Making a whole sick world collapse. The facts are getting sick and even sicker, perhaps. To make a bundle to escape the synapse. Man, life can get all up in your ass, baby. You better work it out. Now, let me tell you what it's all about. A skin not considered equal. A meteor has more right than my people who be wasting time screaming who they've hated. That's why the native tongues has officially been reinstated. about love of cars, love for funds, loving to love mad sex, loving to love guns, love for opposite, love for fame and wealth, love for the fact of no longer loving yourself, kid, uh -huh. we living in them days of the man-made ways where every aspect is vivid, Word. these brothers no longer talk shit, hey, yo, these niggas living, about to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone, plug one, translating the zone, one, no offense to a player, but yo, I don't play, nigga take offense, fuck, you got to be that way. JD Dub, show your love. What's, What's you got What's to say? Up? I say jeans and make your niggas out of high regard. And niggas dying for it nowadays ain't hard. Investing in fantasies and not God. Welcome to reality, see time is hard. People try to snatch the credit but can't claim the card. Showing out in videos saying they co star See shit like that'll make your mama cry. Better watch the way you spend it cause the stakes is high. You know them stakes is high when you're dealing with the... Think that smiling in public is against the law. What? Cause love don't get you through life no more. It's who you know and how you son. And how you getting in and who the man holding he up. And how was the skins and how high. Yo, what up, huh? I heard you call the body. Seem like every man and woman shared a life of John Gotti. But they ain't organized. Mixing crimes with life and zines. Taking the big scout route and niggas no doubt. Better than they know they daughters and they son. Yo, people go through pain and still don't gain positive contact. Just like my main man who got others cleaning up his physical and fluids. Uh -huh. His mind got congested. He got the nine and blue and neighborhoods are now hoods. Cause nobody's neighbors, just animals surviving with that animal behavior yeah. under eye. Who be rhyming from dark to light sky. Yeah. Experiments with needles and skin connect. No wonder where we live is called the projects. When the mistakes is high, you damn sure try to do anything to get the piece of the pie. Yeah. Electrify, even die for the cash. But at last you be out, even though you're wanting more. This issue was closed like an elevator door. But soon we open once we get to the next What's floor with us.
roller, money folder, molar roller, star tack when it's time to call back. Uh, for the rough, rugged, and raw way, this J, it's a game, but he don't play. Hey, for all the chicks that got dead in the penthouse suite on top of my mom's crib. And it's nonsense you never get in. It's nonsense that you would think that you would ever get in. Hey. For the cutie crushing that we do, we keep them two. Uh. We got two for you. Yeah. I knew what you would do with it again. Nasty, ain't it? Brand new shit with the blend. D. To all my Detroit play ballers. And I can't forget the fat uh. booty ballaholics. Uh. Uh. For awesome amounts of dough, an ounce of grass, and a fat ass for show. Sure. Cause we know the cause neck injuries. Uh. Misplace your vertebrae about seven degrees. Hey. For the kick rhymes that I wrote. Karate chopping everybody in the place in the throat. Pause. When you bump this in your whip, Pause. cause you might bust your sh. Pause. Cause you know it's Frank and Dank. Pause. Take a sip of your drink. Pause. Everybody, there's money to make. Pause. We be the first ones out the gate. Pause. Cause you know we rockin' it. Pause. Cause Dank is about to spit. Rather, rather, who got your city on lock? I'ma give you the key. Follow the path, dog. Take a ride with D. I'ma spit these bars most casually. Check me out, yo. I'm from the 313. Chillin' with the sh. You catch two on your. Uh, yeah, it gets sicker than that. A contract on your head, it gets slick like that. What's the deal with that? You ain't real with that. And if you try to pull a you get pulled like that. I'ma break it all down for the reason I spray. Uh, yo. What's the reason to get money, son? And what's the reason to get blow, son? And what's the reason to fuck a done? I'm a thoroughbred, so I'ma do what I do. Doing it too. Brother, I'ma do it with you. I'ma grab these things and get the f in that doze. Y'all, it's kind of rude, mistrusting these fools. Look at their eyes, they lusting to be in their tools. I don't lose, leave snake is abused. Time out, buddy, that ain't bringing a real. I'ma flip a few, let them see this. Ready to cop, plus, yo, they ready to rip. The whole crew gets down, they ain't ready for this. Pause. When you bump this in your ride, you can ride, get all the fine ladies inside. Pause. I said you're doing it, y'all. Come on, you're doing it, y'all. Uh, I said you're doing it, y'all. Come on, so you're doing it, y'all. When you bump this in your whip, cause you might bust your shit. Cause you know it's Frank and Dank. Take a sip of your drink. Everybody, there's money to make. We be the first ones out the gate. Like, what is this? Damn, look at this. What kind of luck is this? <clears throat> Mad living dealers, the illest money. Only haters holler, they can't feel us. Wanna get looser than we? Looser than we? But just gonna be a loser to me and Dilla. Killer, talking about how your pill cast you softer than the pillar. Back slapping your neck while you're covered in wreck. Cause you're bluffing and you ain't said nothing is bad. Anyway, I'm straight high off the trees. Your girl don't wanna lie, she just wanna get on it. Turn it up. Y'all must be out of your head if your system ain't up to the red. Instant replay, instant relay, instant MC producing DJs. I do this without a cell beat but a three-way. You coming off like a GA. Anyway, hey, peace to AG, peace to P Rock, Diamond D, peace to Sagey. Oh, yo, 
wildlife, wildlife, cannibals, cannibal, cannibals. What else? Um, male bashers, womanizers, nymphos, zen disguises. Hey, what's up? What else? Fine women that like pretty women, some women, some women. Mostly women. Y'all must be out of your head if your system ain't up to the red. Street intelligence, dig the soul. This is complete elegance. Hot beat delegates when I spit each melon tip. Like to build ill, like repeat felons get. Plus, I'm jazzy and like to dress to impress. It's the bowhead Buddha with the mic caress. And I might suggest that you broaden your mind. You spend a lot of your time dancing to fraudulent rhymes. Like a breath of fresh air, we're gonna change the pace. Not a mental slave, so save the angry face. It's the return of the mellow voice maestro. And my flow eliminates the comp like Geico. Insurance just for your body's endurance you get more for your money or your party and purists so don't start to get nervous now that we up in the spot we've been certified for years you're gonna love it a lot
Unlimited rhymes, universal, no rehearsal, certified with virtue. Respect the circle. It's me and the B I L A L. You know what I'm saying? J D from Pay J. Airtight Willie. <laughs> from Boston to New Yitty. All the way to Philly. Now in the D sitting pretty. Certified. One, two. Like it's a hole. hole. Put down your mic, you lost your whole world. You take it too seriously, like it's a gamble. Hole. Fuck this rap shit, I listen to classical. Hole. In the studio, new ass, usual. Love it, love my lyrical. For bitches that you would know. No. I'm out of this, cause you wanna be below. Y'all niggas in love with the S. Oh. Y'all niggas in love with the S. Don't sell 
That's the one I wanna see. And get ludicrous with it, throw them bowls, ma. And you can do it how you do it when you're doing the thing. There's only one way for you to get in the game, mama. Keep working it. And twerking it. Taking off skirts. Not breaking y'all. Don't make me soft. Girl, just take it off. Take it off. Y'all need to get 
for nothing Cause we don't hold back, we let go We don't say damn, we just say whoa 